Welcome to Freedom Now with Peter Asanful. Freedom Now is brought to you by the Spirit Life People, a ministry that focuses on teaching you how to live and walk in the Spirit so that you can manifest Christ's freedom in your life. It is our prayer that you shall be transformed as you receive the word from the Lord today. And now, here's your host, Peter Asanful. Amen and amen. God is faithful, God is faithful, God is faithful. Today is the first Sunday of the last month of a very, <laughs> a very turbulent year. It has been a very turbulent year, but God has been faithful. Amen. In the midst of it all, God has been faithful. And we want to thank him for keeping us through all the turbulence. And we are in the final month of the year 2021. The days of the Lord are really near. So in this month of December, as a precursor of what is ahead of us in the coming year, we are starting a very important series. It is entitled the seven letters to the churches in the book of revelation so we're going to be in the book of revelation and other things seven letters to the churches amen and it is a message jesus himself gave to his church warning them about what was about to come because there are many people who have forgotten who they are there are many people who have no idea of where we are going they think church is just about a social gathering oh my friends go to church there my family that's where we attend church it is not a family gathering neither is it a friends reunion amen so coming to church is an important part of our exercises turn your bibles with me to the book of revelation chapter number one revelations chapter number one and the word revelation is what is in the greek apocalypse apocalypse simply means to reveal okay to uncover so you see like the pot if you cover the pot of a soup and you open it you will see what is in the soup that's apocalypse revelation when something is hidden and you're uncovering so verse one revelation chapter number one from verse number one the revelation of jesus christ is so powerful if you have it in your bible i want you to underline it the book of revelation is mostly about the revelation of jesus christ john the apostle who had this revelation and wrote this book he had a revelation in other words jesus revealed himself to him jesus came and revealed himself to him and showed him all these things the revelation of jesus christ which god gave unto him to show unto his servants things which must shortly come to pass and he sent and signified it by his angel unto his servant john so the angel came and revealed them who bear record of the word of god and of the testimony of jesus christ and of all the things that he saw verse 3 blessed is he that readeth and they that hear the words of this prophecy and keep those things which are written therein for the time is at hand john to the seven churches which are in asia grace be unto you and peace from him which is and which was and which is to come 
and from the seven spirits which are before his throne and from Jesus Christ who is a faithful witness and the first begotten of the dead and the prince of the kings of the earth unto him that loved us and washed us from our sins in his own blood and had made us kings and priests unto God and his father to him be glory and dominion forever and ever say amen so we are kings and priests say I'm a king and I'm a priest verse 7 behold he cometh I think I'm reading from the old king James but it doesn't really matter I didn't change the version I'm reading but it's fine behold he cometh with clouds and every eye shall see him and they also which pierce him and all kindreds of the earth shall walk, shall wail because of him even so amen I am Alpha and Omega the beginning and the ending said the Lord which is and which was and which is to come the Almighty I John also am your brother I John both your brother and companion in tribulation and kingdom in the tribulation and kingdom and patience of Jesus Christ was on the island that is called Patmos for the word of God and for the testimony of Jesus Christ I was in the spirit on the last day and I heard behind me a loud voice as of a trumpet say I am the Alpha and Omega the first and the last and what you see write in the book and send it to the seven churches which are in Asia to Ephesus to Smyrna, to Pegamos, to Theatira, to Sardis, to Philadelphia, and to Laodicea. And I turned to see the voice that spoke with me. And having turned, I saw seven golden lampstands. And in the midst of the seven lampstands, one like the Son of Man, clothed with garment down to the feet, and girded about chest, the chest with a golden band. His head and hair were white like wool as white as snow and his eyes like a flame of fire his feet were like fine brass as if refined in a furnace and his voice as the sound of many waters and he had in his right hand seven stars out of his mouth went a sharp two-edged sword and his countenance was like the sun shining in strength and when i saw him i fell at his feet as dead but he laid his, his right hand on me saying to me do not be afraid i am the first and the last i am he who lives and was dead and behold i am alive forevermore amen and i have the keys of hates and of death write the things which you have seen and the things which are and the things which will take place after this the mystery of the seven stars which you saw in my right hand and the seven golden lampstands the seven stars are the angels of the seven churches and the seven lampstands which you saw are the seven churches amen so every church has an angel this church we have our angel every church has got an angel on assignment 24 7 and that is why as a church we must deploy our angels amen can you all hear me as a church we must always deploy our angels now we're going to start the very powerful chapter number two We're going to have a look at the very first church. Chapter number 2, verse number 1. And when you look at the title of that, it says, The Loveless Church. The Church Without Love. 
Now, to the angel of the church of Ephesus, right. These things says he who holds the seven stars in his right hand. Who walks in the midst of the seven golden lampstands? I know your works, your labor, your patience, and that you cannot bear those who are evil. And you have tested those who say they are apostles and are not. And I found them lies. And you have persevered and have patience and have labored for my name's sake and have not become weary. Nevertheless, <laughs> verse 4, I have this against you that you have left your first love remember therefore from where you have fallen repent and do the first works or else i will come to you quickly and remove your lampstand from its place unless you repent but this you have that you hate the deeds of nicolaitans which i also hate he was an ear let him hear what the spirit says to the churches to him who overcomes i will give to eat from the tree of life which is in the midst of the paradise of god amen such a powerful words of the lord jesus now let's get to work bear in mind that these words were sent to the churches they were not words sent to the world these words were not were, were not words sent to the world so it is not like a message of salvation to the world it's a message of repentance to the church it's a message to the members of the church like you and i as you sit in the church today these words are for you they are not words for unbelievers they are not words for people who are not in the church they are words for people who are born again and are in the church and jesus came to warn the church the church of ephesus now you see when you read acts chapter 19 you see the kind of church that ephesus was ephesus was a church or was ephesus sorry was a place where there were a lot of idols there were a lot of idol worshiping so when the gospel reached the people of ephesians what happened was that they began to believe and to know the difference between false prophets and genuine prophets on that place paul taught them so much that when they see somebody who says i am an apostle and he's not from god they were able to tell they were real it was that place when you read Acts 19 when paul laid his hands on 12 disciples they received the holy spirit after barnabas had gone and preached in that place i get what i'm saying now at the end of the day jesus was warning this church because this church was busy this church was busy working they think they were working for the lord the members of that church they thought they were doing things for the lord but jesus said hey you have left your first love you have left your first love go back he said remember see how far you have fallen and go back to your first love and do the works of your first love you remember the time that you started you got born again and you started coming to this church how you used to come to church with enthusiasm you used to come to church with what is called the first love where is that first love some of you the day you joined the spirit life people you were so excited you were so happy you were coming to church you were thinking about church where is our first love jesus is asking you he says telling you you have left your first love go back to your first love and do the works of your first love you know there are some people who now go to church they go to church like they are the boss they go to church they are sleeping they go to church they are feeling sleepy they go to church they don't even listen to what the man of god is teaching they go to church just to represent they don't go to church for transformation encounter 
their love has gone cold. The first love is that love that you receive when you got born again. That love that got you excited. That love that made you want to wake up at dawn and pray. That love that made you always want to hear the word of God and didn't want to hear anything else. That love that got you on your feet to come to church every single meeting day. That love that made you to pray ceaselessly. That love. Where is that love? That is our love. Now people are going to church because of what they are looking for. Only God give me a marriage. God bless my business. God do this. That is all that they are looking for. Technically, there's no big deal. But Jesus said, seek you first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all other things shall be added people stop attending church because the job that they are looking for they didn't get it people stop attending church because the marriage they are looking for they didn't get it people stop attending church because the money they are looking for they didn't get it people stop attending church because of their husband they are looking for they didn't get it but if that is what you are looking for and if that is why you have stopped church then you are falling away from your first love because the first love is that message of the kingdom that makes your heart only for God and nothing else only for God and nothing else the message of salvation is the message of repentance is the message of having the life of God today there are some people when they don't see anything going on in their life they say I won't go to that church again I'm tired I want a place that will give me something so they are they are moving from churches to churches looking for a husband looking for a wife looking for a so-called breakthrough they are not planted they are going after a country they want a country they want handkerchief they want this they want that they want where is your first love most of us when we heard the gospel we were told that when you receive jesus christ you will not go into the lake of fire you will not die you go to heaven that was the first love message most of the time when you go on evangelism we tell people when you receive the gospel you will not die you will not go to hell you will not be destroyed and many people fell in love with that message today people are now showing off arrogance of familiarity that's what i call them the arrogance of familiarity they come to church and they bring their attitude there's no more love again for the things of god you tell them let's come and pray they will not come let's go for evangelism they will not go let's love one another they will not love let's speak the truth to one another they will not speak it because they are falling from their first love and jesus was warning the church he said be careful be careful be careful don't chase that money so much that you forget your first love because of money people are duping people people who say they are christians so this this message is for the church i'm not talking i'm not talking about any unbeliever here this message is to the church members pastors are duping people fake acquaintance things that god has not told them to do they are doing it because they need money. People are selling so-called country. Bring this money and come for this thing. Bring this money and come for You better repent. Jesus said, repent. Have a 360 turn around and repent. Freely you have received, freely give. The gospel is not for sale. I said the gospel is not for sale. The church is not for sale. Church is not a business place. It's a place we transform the lives of people. It's a place we bless people with the word of God. Anywhere you go that they sell things, come for this one, come and buy this one, your life will change. It is not a church, it is a cult. Anywhere you go, they tell you, come and buy. Come and buy this direction. Come and buy this. Come and pay for this. If you buy this water, you buy this handkerchief, you buy this thing, your life will be transformed. I tell you in the name of the Lord Jesus, it is not a church. It is a cult. It is not a church. It is a cult. Stop.
deceiving the people. And you, the church members, following people who are telling you, come for this direction, come for this thing, put it in your business, put it in your house. You are, you are idol worshipping. You are not following Jesus. Repent. The only thing that is important to a true child of God is the word of God and the Holy Spirit. If you have the word of God and the Holy Spirit, this is all that you need for a transformed life. You don't need any aquantile. You don't need any handkerchief. You don't need any oil. You don't need any soda water. You don't need any direction. Today, people are selling soaps. They are selling all sorts of things in the church because people have become gullible. Where is the first love? Where is the first love? Where is the first love? Because people are chasing material things. They are chasing material things so much that they are ready to do anything to get what they are looking for. Where is the first love? Where is the first love? Jesus is saying he's coming. He's coming for that church. He's coming for those people whose love are still on him. Not people who are living their lives to please themselves. Not deceptive lives. The first love is about the kingdom. The first love is about doing the things of God. In righteousness and in holiness. The first love is about maintaining yourself for God. The first love is about the things that we do to please God and him only. That is the first love. Because of material things. People are just doing things they want. First love, where is it? Those days, nobody will call you to come to church. Now we have to call you several times, even though you will not come to church. Where's the first love? Where's the first love? Those days, you will make sure, you will make sure you read your Bible before you sleep. Today, you don't even do it. You will watch, you will watch some foolish post on Facebook and laugh and laugh and waste your data. You don't even open your Bible to read. Where's your first love? Where's your first love? First, oh, you never will open your mouth to even insult anybody. But today, arrogance have filled your heart. You talk anyone to people, you have no respect to people. Familiarity is destroying you. Where's your first love? Where's your first love? Pride is destroying many people. Pride is destroying many people. There's no more first love. There's no more first love. The church of Ephesus, the Ephesian church. They were like that. They had no first love. Because they were used to idol worshipping. So when the gospel came, because they were told that if not for an idol, nobody can be healed. So when Paul went there, and they realized that the name of Jesus can heal the sick, raise the dead, and do signs and wonders, they said, wow! Unless they didn't hear the name of Jesus. We got to a point in time, now they became people who were attacking people. Attacking people so much that the first love had disappeared from their heart. May you rediscover your first love for Jesus. I say, may you rediscover your first love for Jesus. May you rediscover your first love for Jesus today. People are no longer happy with spiritual things. Yeah. yeah people have become boss. Boss. In the church. You have to tell them. Raise your hand. Say amen. They will look at you. They will not do it. At those days, when they found Jesus, oh, they'll be on their feet the whole time the man of God is teaching. They'll be shouting and making praises and making noise. Today, they have become comfortable. They have become familiar. So they, 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 they sit down like this, boss. Some of them will cross their legs in church and say, I'm the boss. They look at you like this. Raise your hands and say, man. They'll look at you like this. As if you're telling them to do something, you don't have any kind of sense. Are you here with me? Tell your neighbor, rediscover your first love. Rediscover. The days you can pray and pray and pray and pray and pray. Where is that passion? Where is that passion? Hey, where is that passion? They lied to you. When they lied, they, they've lied to many, many believers. So now they are behaving in how they behave. But I pray for you in this church that in the name of Jesus you will stay on the path of righteousness. You will stay on the path of holiness. You will stay on the lost path. In the midst of the storm you stay on the lost path. In the name of Jesus. Jesus is Lord. Ephesians church. Amen.
go back to your first lap. And Jesus said, they that overcome, they will eat of the tree of life. They that overcome. It's not everybody that will eat of the tree of life. The tree of life is for overcomers. Not people when they run into a problem, they bounce back and they go back. No. You don't go back because you have encountered a problem. You move forward. You overcome and move forward. You overcome and move forward. Jesus is warning us. Church, rise up. Church, I will wake you for your slumber. Enough. Enough. Pray never enough is enough. Love the Lord your God. Him alone should you please and serve. Him alone. Amen. Verse number 12. The verse number 12 talks about the compromising church. Did you see that? Have you seen it in your Bible? Compromising church. And to the angel of the church in Pergamos, right? These things says you as the sharp two edged sword. I know your works and where you dwell, where Satan's throne is. And you hold fast to my name and did not deny my faith, even in the days in which Atipas was my faithful martyr, who was killed among you, where Satan dwells. Verse 14. But I have a few things against you. Because you have, you have there those who hold the doctrine of Balaam. Who taught Balak to put a stumbling block before the children of Israel. To eat things sacrificed to idols and to commit sexual immorality. Thus, you also have those who hold the doctrine of Nicolaitans. Which thing I hate. Repent. Or else I will come to you quickly. And will fight against them. With the sword of my mouth. He was an ear. Let him hear what the spirit says to the churches. To him who overcomes. I will give some of the hidden manna to eat. And I will give him a white stone. And on the stone. A new name written. Which no one knows except him. Who receives it. Amen. To the compromising church, the Pergamos church. The Pergamos church was the church. They liked sexual immorality. And they also, there were people who come to church and they were also going after idols. Christians who are sitting in church, but they also believe in Kokufiri. They believe in Antoine. They believe in, uh, uh, which other one again? They believe in what? The ones in Aigbe land. They are in church. When they have something with somebody, say, hey, a Christian who have an argument with somebody, they say, you, who they are trying to you wait, you wait, you will see. I will go and curse you. And the person will stand there, go and sit in church. And call on the name of the Lord Jesus. A Pergamos church member. A compromised church member. You know, Bela, you remember the story of Balaam in the Old Testament. When you read the book of Numbers, you will see the story of Balaam. Balaam was the one that, at a point, God caused his donkey to speak to him. The donkey that he was sitting on. God caused the donkey to speak to him. When he wanted to kill the donkey, the donkey said, why are you doing this to me? A prophet of God who was compromised by the camp of the enemy, Balak. Balak gave him things. You know, God, God told Balaam, don't do A, B, and C. Don't say A, B, and C. And Balaam said, Charlie, Balak, Balak is giving me money. Balak is giving me money. Now I'll go and stand with the enemy against God's people. Do you know what he told Balak? So, as for the children of Israel, go and give the woman. When you give the woman and they and they have sexual encounters with them. You overcome them. So they started committing sexual immorality. And, and things started happening in the church. Nicolaitan was somebody who said, 
because of the grace of the Lord, it doesn't really matter what you do. It doesn't really matter. So there are some people in the church today, it doesn't, they, they feel that, oh, all that matters is that I believe in Jesus. It doesn't really matter what I do. So there are people in the church that are committing sexual immorality and they are not ready to repent. There are people in the church that go after idols and they are not ready to repent. There are people in the church that, listen, they are in church, but they have things in their business. They have idols. They have other things they go after. But they are in the church. A pegamos church. In this church, when you are found, you will be exposed. We shall expose you. Because you cannot be in this church with all that God is teaching us. And you still believe that some idol is powerful than what you are encountering over here. That you believe that sexual immorality is normal. So it's cool, Charlie. Let, let me go and mess up my body and come. What the Romans chapter 12 says. He said, don't conform to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Today, you find people who come to church. It's like they come with all sorts of behaviors and attitude. They are in church and their minds are wandering. They are in church and they are behaving anyhow. They are in church and they have no focus on what the word is saying. Jesus is telling you, if you don't repent, he will kick you out. He said, if you don't repent, I will kick you out. Because he wants a church that there is no sexual immorality. Am I talking to someone? Jesus is saying he wants a church that has no sexual immorality. No idolism. You cannot be in this church and you believe in Kokufuri, you believe in Antoine, you believe in uh, uh, um, all of these idols people go to. You cannot be in church and believe that. What power do they have? What power do they have? This church, have you seen us using anything? Have you come to this church that you have seen me using even anointing oil in court? Have you seen me using it? The Lord stopped me that many years ago when I got a revelation. Many, many years ago. The grace of the Lord is in the house. We have seen people healed in this church. We have seen people transformed in this church. By the power of the Holy Spirit, things happen. You don't need any special things to let people believe that you are powerful. No, you don't need any special things. All that matters is the name of Jesus. And your faith, that's all. We don't need anything. Oh, come and take this one. Come and take this one. When you put it in your in your bag, when you wake up, money will flow. You are on one way here. What's the difference? Sikagari and that that What is different? They'll tell you go and do this. When you wake up in the morning, mornings will multiply in your bag. What is different? Today we have people who have gone to fetish idols. They stand behind the puppet and they use the name of Jesus. And people believe. When, see, anything Jesus Christ came to do, that is our model. Jesus, when he was healing the sick, some few occasions, he would spit, mix the soil, put it on the eyes of people. They were healed. Did you hear him making it a doctrine for his apostles? And tell them that if you want to open the blind eye, spit into the ground, mix it, and put it there. He didn't do that. So why is it that we are telling people to do what the Holy Spirit is not saying we should do? Today, you find people pasting stickers. Stickers. Oh. Their business, they'll put the sticker. They say, ah, when I put the sticker here, I'm good. They'll buy you find people, last week I was telling you, you find people praying to the calendars of their pastors. Say, in the name of my God. In the name of my God. Are you paying attention or you are besting people? Amen. They are praying to the calendars of their God, of their pastors. Idol worship. Idol worship. You say, oh, this fun that I'm having, oh, when I'm having problem, Find, I find myself. The man of God says, I should find myself. All the 
the pressure will go down. So they are finding themselves. I don't worship it. The only thing I must teach you in this church is to believe in the name of the Lord Jesus. Believe in the word of God. I know what I'm saying. When you believe in the man of God, it's because I'm bringing you the word of God. I must not bring you anything apart from the word of God and the spirit. The, the Bible says the ministration of the spirit of God. Today, there are some people who teach that because of the message of the grace of the Lord, it doesn't really matter your behavior. It doesn't matter what you do. All that matters is that you believe in Jesus. Jesus died for you. So, ha! Huh? It's a false teaching. If you have any weakness, yes, we will pray for you to be strengthened. But don't settle in that. And accept that as for me, hey, I cannot stop having sexual immorality. How can you say that? Oh, it doesn't really matter how many girls I sleep with. It doesn't really matter how many guys I sleep with. All that matters is that I believe in Jesus. Who deceived you? Who bewitched you? Who told you that? Who told you that? Oh, it doesn't really matter how many girls I have. It doesn't really matter how many boys I have. All that matters is that I believe in Jesus. So you, they come to church. They come to church. Even in the church, people, people look, look at some of the some of the youth in the church how they behave. Even in the church, in the church, in the church of God, in the church of God, sexual immorality. A gentleman sees a lady in the church. Oh, I want to marry. I want to marry you. Not, not that. Before they marry in the church, they have slept with 10 girls in the church. In the church, oh, not in the club, not in the world, in the church. They come to church when the man of God is teaching, they are, they are taking other girls in the church. As the message is going on, they are taking, ah, this girl is fine. This girl is fine. When I close, I'll take her number. In the church. Also, if you are one of them, you better repent. But Jesus said, if you are in the church and you behave like that, ah, I'm coming after you. Because Jesus said in the book of Ephesians 5, he said he's coming from what? A spotless church. A church that is washed with the water of the washing of the word. Ephesians 5.25. He wants he want us to be washed with his word. Any kind of silly attitude that you have, as you hear the word of God, the word should be washing it away. Washing it away so that you can live a righteous and a peaceable life unto the Lord. And I see you living to please God from today. In Jesus' mighty name. Living to please God. Stop sexual immorality. Stop idol worshiping. Ah, you, hear, you hear Christians who say when they, they, they something of them have missing. You could be sir. I'm, I'm going to inquire. And why are they going to make the inquiries? They are going to an, a, a, a fetish priest. Nonsense! And these people come and sit in church and they will shout amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. If you don't repent, eh? You are going to ask who? Read the Old Testament. Before Saul was made king. Okay? Before Saul was made king. His father's goats and sheep were missing. And then when he met the man of God, Samuel, and after the man of God has pronounced unto him that he will be the king of Israel, the man of God told him, well, as you are living, turn right, turn left, turn this way, you will find your father's goats and the missing animals over there. And the Bible said, as soon as Saul listened to the word of the prophet, he found it. If there's anything at all, it is your pastor you should come and ask. Come and tell him what you are going through. You don't leave church. You don't leave your prayer point. You don't leave anything within the church and go to the world to an idol worshiper, to a fetish priest to go and ask him or her what is going on in my life. And people are using suits saying, come let me read your palm. Palm readers. Uh, 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 the, 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 um, what, what, what do they call them? Astrologists and all of these people who read stars, they come. Let me look at your forehead. There's what is on your forehead. 
And you find people who believe that. So when I check your palm, you say, when this line joins this one, it means you give birth to quadruplet. Uh, I believe. When I look here, here, you are a very rich person. But poverty will be first. I be and they believe. And they believe. You believe this one? Hey! You believe it more than the word of God to you. Jesus said, for your sake I became poor. That through me you become rich. And you believe that you are poor? No way. It doesn't matter how long it takes. I am forever rich. The church must wake up. We must, you sitting there here, you must not countenance with sexual immorality. Don't be a partaker of sexual immorality. If you have two, three, four, five girls, don't think you are wise. You are a fool. I told you last week. You, have, you are the most foolish person in the world. I have two girlfriends. I have three. I have four. Oh, Charlie. Then you are lying to this one. Always your fingers are busy on your WhatsApp. You are a fool. If you know how much you would have saved if you lived a single life until you were really ready to get married. Today, people, today, two confused fornicators are behaving like they are married. Two confused fornicators, they are behaving like they are married. Oh, wifey. My hobby. Oh, I know that, baby. That wifey. When, when did he marry you? Two confused fornicators. PhD fornicators. Graduate fornicators. They are, they are, this thing is normal. It's normal. Oh, as, for, as, for, as for sex, it's normal. Hey! See, the day God gave me revelation about sex, that is the day I told you that if I had known, I would have married as a virgin. I didn't have anyone to teach me that. I told you. Some of you don't know. Sex is never entertainment. It's never entertainment. Don't joke with it. Many people have died because they joke with sex. Ah. Yeah. Tell your neighbor, stay pure. Uh, your, your, your voice is giving you a... I say, tell your neighbor, stay pure. Stay pure. Stay pure. If you don't have sex before you are married, you will not go mad. They told us that if you don't, if you don't have sex, you go Jimmy Jimmy, you will be like, bulu, 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 bulu. Your brains will not function with bulu bulu. So, which when we were growing up, we didn't want to be bulu bulu. I remember a friend showed me, please, if anyone watching us, that I'm sorry, but I want to communicate something. And their friend showed me, forgive me, a, a, Down's, a Down syndrome boy, a friend of mine. He said, Peter, if you don't have sex, you'll be like this guy. Ah! And I got scared. He said, It's true. So, see, my friend, my good friend. So me too, I had to, I had to believe my friend. I didn't want to be bulu bulu. That was the worst mistake in my life. And, and you see, when the Lord gave me the revelation, I said, Father, forgive me that, that, that sin, the beginning of my sexual... I went back and I prayed for that, that sin. I said, Father, forgive me. Sexual it must not be something common in this church. The spirit life people. You are a spirit life person. Don't entertain sexual immorality. Pure, holy people. When you are ready to marry, you don't test the engine before you marry. You buy the car. If the car gets broken, we'll fix it. You hear what I say? If the car gets broken on the road, we'll take it to the mechanic shop. We'll fix it. We have, we have, we have a mechanic one. I remember a friend of mine went to buy a brand new car, brand terrible. He drove it from the car company at uh, Toyota. Drove it. The car stopped at Bechebi uh, Lampi. Brand new, terrible, fresh. Nobody has used it. Drove the car. The car broke down. Brought it back to the workshop and fixed it. So you can buy a brand new car, and the car can get broken. So when you marry and something happens, does not mean that Charlie, I should have tested the engine. I got married. This nonsense must stop. 
If I catch you in this church engaging in sexual immorality, I'll bring you and I'll embarrass you until you stop. I'm talking to the youth. You see any fine lady in the church? No. You want to, you want to pull your antenna. You want to do things. Have you seen this one? Have you seen this one? If you're a young lady in this church, keep yourself. When it's time for you to marry, come, we'll bless your marriage for you. Beautiful. Beautiful. Don't let any man see your nakedness. That's how you depreciate in value. There are some ladies that were very, very pretty. I know some young, young ladies were very, very pretty. As soon as they entered into the realm of sexual immorality, they have depreciated in value. They are looking old when they are young. Because let's right center every week. They are somewhere. If you keep yourself pure, you see how God would bring out your beauty. Yeah. You can reverse things. Someone in the house, are you hearing the message? You are too quiet. Say amen. Oh, shout a good amen. Yeah. Praise the Lord. This is how you receive the good news. This is a good message. Say it's a good message. So, go to your first lab. Don't compromise. And we'll end to this message because it's seven letters. So I want to distribute them. The third one is in verse number four, 18. Sorry. A corrupt church. Corruption. And to the angel of the church in Theatria, right? This thing says the Son of God who has eyes like a flame of fire. And his feet like fine brass. I know your works. Love. Service. Faith. And your patience. As for your works, the last are more than the first. In other words, they have more patience than faith, love, and all of that. Verse 20. Nevertheless, I have a few things against you. Because you allowed that woman, Jezebel, who calls herself a prophetess, to teach and seduce my servants. Hey. To commit sexual immorality. And eat things sacrificed to idols. And I gave her time to repent of her sexual immorality. And she did not repent. And I gave her time. Yes, and she did not repent. Indeed, I will cast her into a sickbed. And those who commit adultery with her into great tribulation. Unless they repent of their deeds. I kill their children with death. And all the churches shall know that I am he who searches the minds and heart. And I'll give to each one of you according to your works. Now to you I say. And to the rest in Theatria. As many as do not have this doctrine. Who have not known the depth of Satan. And as they say. I'll put on you no other burden. But hold fast. What you have till I come. And he who overcomes, I will keep my works until the end. To him I will give power over the nations. He shall rule them with a rod of iron. They shall be dashed to places like the potter's vessel. As I also have received from my father, I will give him the morning star. He who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. Amen. Yeah. Repent. God is giving you the opportunity to repent. See, those who are into sexual immorality, those who are into idolatry, we say, repent. Repent. See, Jesus, to the, to the extent our Father is so loving, so much that He wants people to repent. He has no pleasure to cast you into the lake of fire. It shall be unbearable. If you know what will happen to people in the lake of fire, take the opportunity to repent. Amen. I said, take the opportunity to repent today, 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 today. I'm talking to you who sit in the church. Repent. Change your mind. Enough of sexual immorality. Enough of idolatry. Don't chase things of this world. So much that you leave your first love. The time is coming. You realize that there's no value in going after the things of this world. 
I heard a lady saying recently. And she said, oh, as for me, I don't like dating single men. I like dating married guys. When she said that, I, she was talking to someone. I looked at her. I said, Jezebel. This spirit, and the way she said it, she said it with pride. Bow. Demonic spirit talking. Collapsing marriages. I perceive she has a degree in that. Destroying marriages of, of, of people. Today, look, look at what is going on in this country, in the world. We think life is all about sex. I don't know what people see in sex so much that they think life is all about sex. That's what they think now. They meet a lady, one, two conversation, the next line, prove that you love me, let's have sex. No. Please, let's be the difference. Please, let's be the difference. Be the difference in your office. Be the difference in your area. Be the difference in this country. Let no man take you for granted if you're a lady here. And don't be deceived if you're a gentleman here. To think that sex makes you a man. Please. These words that you are hearing today. On the day of judgment. If you hear it and you don't do it. God will ask you. I put it to you. That God will ask you. I'm telling you. I have washed my hands clean. I have told you the truth. I have brought you the words of righteousness. If you will not stop sexual immorality. And walk in righteousness. On the day of judgment. God will ask you. Let this church be a place where spirituality will be found. Where the things of the spirit will be common and abandoned. Let not compromise. Let's not corrupt. What does it mean to corrupt? It means to cause things to decay. To cause things to decay. Let's have a spiritual vibrancy in this church. Let's not bring the things of this world. When you go to a lot of churches today, they have introduced things of the world into the church. There are some pastors, before they take over the microphone and teach, a comedian have to come and crack jokes. For the people to laugh before, he will come and teach. Yes, I mean, all sort of nonsense is now going on in the church. Sort of nonsense. And we think it's normal. We say, oh, if we don't do those things, when they come from the world, they will go back to the world. If anybody will go back to the world, Based on what is still in the world, then the person never got saved. I cannot keep you in the church by introducing worldly things. I can only keep you in the church by giving you the things of the new life that you have in Christ. If the things of the new life you have in Christ Jesus will not make you stay in the church, then my dear, you never got saved. Never repented. If you are not happy about the word of God you are hearing, if you are not happy by prayer in the church, if you are not happy by the songs we sing in the church, if you are not happy by the things we do in the church, my dear, then you never repented. Oh. So you better repent. Better repent. Some people come into a church and say, oh, this is how they do it somewhere. You, people, you, are not, you are not doing like that. I am different from other people. My assignment is different. If you don't love what Jesus is doing in this church, I'm sorry. Then you don't belong here. You don't belong here. I'm sorry. Uh, you will not force me to introduce something in this church that is not from God. You will not force me. We've introduced so many worldly things into the church today. So many worldly things into the church. And so much that the church of God has not been corrupted with worldly things. Worldly things. Worldly things. We say, oh, you know, if we don't do it in the church, the church members will go and they will do it in the world. Huh? Let them go and do it. God will ask them. That is why in those days in the early church, the people of the world, they feared the church because their ways were different. Their things were different. Let's be different. Holiness means be different. Be different. If the worldly people like sexual immorality, you'll be different. 
If the worldly people like going and chasing after money, you'll be different. Seek you first the kingdom and all the things that they are chasing will be added to your life. Have you tried it? Keep on trying it. Keep on putting the word of God to work. Enough. Why is the church so compromised? Why have you allowed the things of the world to corrupt us? Corrupt us. We behave like we are still in the world. When we are not in the world. You see a child of God. Go to his house in the morning. Playing dancehall. Dancehall music. Dancehall music. Speaking patois dancehall music. And so. Uh, a man of God is normal. It's only a song. I told you about that song. That the guy was singing. Uh, the guy was like. Well, mommy, sister, I, did you hear that song? Diabetes. Diabetes. Did you hear that song? And you find a Christian dancing to that song. You will get diabetes too. You will get it. You will get it. Somebody has given you a situation and you say, it says, I can, I can search foolish words. See, songs are not just the beat. They tell you, dance to the beat. And you are dancing to the beat. You are dancing to the beat. You are dancing to the beat. You don't know what you are playing with. It's not the beat, oh. Every song is made up of words. Words. The words. That's why we call it gospel music. But today, unfortunately, so-called gospel music. You find people singing so-called gospel and they are insulting people, accusing people, cursing people. I don't know what they're thinking. The gospel has clearly been misunderstood by many people. The gospel is gospel. Say the gospel is gospel. The gospel is what? Good news. Say the gospel is good news. In your songs, you must preach the good news. In your conversations, you must speak the good news. You don't have to allow the world to deceive you. There's nothing beautiful in the world. You are not a guy. Listen, you are not a guy. You are not a champion. If you have two, three girlfriends. I, it, that, mm, I mean, it, that, for me, that thing is even a cake now. Pasco, you are not wise. If you're a girl, you have two, three boyfriends. Imagine you are distributing your bodies among three boyfriends. This one sleeps with you. This one sleeps with you. People no longer fear ace again. The ladies today are more afraid of pregnancy than ace. I don't want to get pregnant. They forget that you can get ace. They have forgotten that. And the men too. The latest statistics that came recently. More women are catching ace than men. Because today the women think what men can do, we can also do. Times two. So if a man is if a man has three girlfriends, me too, I can have six boyfriends. Three paid boy, MTN data boy, lunch boy, breakfast boy, dinner boy, shoes and bags boy, dress boy. Saved all of that. So she knows what she chat and asks each and every boy. Repent. I say repent. Let the church repent. I said, let the church repent. You see, some messages like this, we don't hear it again. We think when we hear them, hey, the pastor, the pastor. No, no, no. This is the real gospel. Putting you on track. Holiness. Righteousness. Live for God. Tell your neighbor, live for God. Don't chase worldly lust. Don't chase worldly things. Pray like never before. We are in a dangerous time. I told you the last time. I said, if you don't listen to what we are teaching you, you'll be fornicating and Jesus will come. Pampana. Whilst you're on the girl, whilst you're on the girl, that is when Jesus, Jesus will decide the day you want to go and fornicate. That is the day Jesus will come. And you see, if you go or you will not go with him. You are in the church, and the last minute you miss the mark. May nobody miss the mark of Jesus. May you never miss the point when the clarion call comes. May you be on the first flight to go to heaven. In the name of Jesus. Thank you for being a part of today's message. This program was brought to you by the friends and partners of the Spirit Life people. For further information, kindly visit us at www.thespiritlifepeople.com or subscribe to our podcast and YouTube channels or find us on all major social media platforms. Stay blessed and always remember that in Christ Jesus, we are free!